Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What time is it? Time for the week we did. I want fries on my pizza. The rabbit and tortilla bar. Good morning, happy Saturday, and welcome to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here to entertain you with many things, food and fancy and fun. Yes. I guess. That's how we We don't have a good tagline. I don't like like we are what? Yummy? Yummy? No, I guess yeah, that's that it. was Yummy. We can't steal Keys Cafes. What was our original song? What was it? It was oh, um, I don't know. Oh gosh, it was the a, a line, remember? Don't uh, yuck my yum. That could be our tagline. Yes, don't yuck, don't my, yuck my yum. Yeah. But uh, there was one in the I verse. I can't remember. I in our very re- first song. My brain has like put that song far I know, away. but it was a good one. Someone that's listening will be right. is shouting in the car right I now know. going, oh my gosh, it was this. How did you forget? I know. I know. Um, okay. I just want to start out on level set that I have vacation brain. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like, I, you I can't know. wait to leave. I think everybody has vacation brain because... I feel like I was sending emails and people were just like not answering and they're not even gone. Fridays are, I mean, we may as well work a four day work week because many of us are. No one works on Fridays. No, no. I had multiple people in our organization uh, leave to go to already on spring break yesterday. Yeah. And they were just gone. Yep. And I was like, okay. And the member, (laughs) now this makes me sound like a hundred and I am. You but are. like, remember when you'd go on spring break and like the expectation was actually that you kind of worked almost the whole time you were there. Now I own my own company I was gonna say for 12 no. years. So maybe that was just our personal expectations. Yeah, I think that was But you. even when I worked at city pages, like I didn't get to, you didn't like take a week off and put your out of office on. You didn't really No. Okay. Well, and again, maybe this is just me. Um, I was gonna say I came from the restaurant industry, so I never got to take a week off. Yeah, I'm and just, that's what I, mean, I like, was I used to. I didn't leave. I didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything like that. Okay, good point. You know what I mean? Like we didn't. You can't go. You know. So when everybody else is on spring break, it was like no, we just no. So I would like have set times where I would call in. Yeah. And I would for sure check emails like every three days. Oh. 
I mean, I've done things like I take my, like when I went to Japan, I had my laptop and I actually approved, you know, it's gone for 10 days. So I like, I approved some files and I did a little bit of thing, but I wasn't, I guess the thing for me with vacations and spring breaks and all sorts of stuff is that, um, if you decide to be out of office and to make that intention, like, but just what you just said is the difference. Oh, but I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, yes, I do think in the modern society, because we are so accessible, you have to make that choice. But it is up to you. I don't think your employer should be able to make that choice. I think that's up to you. And I do think <laughs> it's changed. Like, I'm one of these people that I know if I work in a corporate environment again, people are going to hate me because I send emails all day long into yeah. the night. Because if I'm thinking about something, it's like a way to clear my brain and to like move it to the next place or off my desk. Yeah. And I don't expect a response from you. Yeah. But like, I think that's okay. As long is as it you, okay to be well, sending texts at 10 o'clock at night to my producer? Texts? No. Because phones light up. Emails, yes. Okay. No right. one has to check. You have to check your email. I'm glad that you are still in corporate America and can give me I mean, these rules. This is my personal feeling is that if you send me a text, that's more invasive than if you send an oh, email. I think that's true. Yeah. So yeah. an email, because you have to like go into a place to get it. And I know it's also on your phone usually, but it's not the same as a text that just shows up usually. But if you're dealing with someone that's like Ellie's age, she's 24. Yeah. And like Jake's age. Like, well, they never check email. No. So it's like. <laughs> that's what's great. I have to send a text that says oh. I sent you an email. Oh, that's yeah, no. To check. <clears throat> so what? Are, I, I I guess okay. I don't personally, know. with with like with workers, with oh, with workers. So workers, I guess, are expected to check their email yeah, no, in the time it. frame that they're working. Yeah, and so then that's why if okay. you send a text to say I sent you an email, that's double barrage. <laughs> like that's you saying this that's is me my moment doubling of, down yes, on my annoying. This you. is my importance moment. You need to know that I'm important enough to. To the, that I don't even trust you to check your email. Oh my gosh. Is so that you need what to that pull means? them back. And then you need to just say, this is the email. And then if they're not responding in a timely manner with emails, then you address that situation via email. Okay. <laughs> gosh, I'm telling you, if I ever get in a corporate work setting again, yeah. Stephanie's going to be I having mean, to give I, me. You know what? I say there's an I send, I'm with you that like I have thoughts and I'm like, shoot, I got I just want to get it out there. Or you for, like, I don't want to forget because right? I can't remember anything. Exactly. So I do send some emails. Like I sent an email, I think on Friday last week at like 530, which I was like, this is not, uh, there's no way that anyone needs to, re- I just need to make sure that this gets out at the end of the day to get it on there. Yeah. No one's working at 530 on Friday, but um, and I'm okay with that. And I have a, I have a coworker who sometimes texts me on the weekend and I don't respond. And so Sundays are my holy days. I don't respond. I'm I, not responding. Yeah, I, you and I have been similar about that because we've worked six days a week for so long. Yeah. And when Sunday, I say holy day, it's a personal holy day. It's not yeah. like because of God. It's because of me. <laughs> Sunday is the day that I really power down. Yeah. I do stuff, but I power it down. Like, yeah. If I need to, I might check in and I might check in late at night at like 10 o'clock. I don't have Sunday scaries either. I don't feel like I need Sunday to like. Sunday scaries oh are God. when you are dreading going to work on Monday. Yeah. People have like. Like yeah. feelings about, I mean, for some people, it starts at brunch on Sunday and they get like angry about their whole day. I'm like, you are blowing your day. And I think, yes, you're right. It's because we work Saturdays, clearly. Hello. And so we don't, we don't give up. Like this day is a work day. Like there are things we have to do today that we can't just like F off. But what? so then Sunday is so per- personally, sure to say that. <laughs> you can say F. Sundays are so personal and so intentional for me that like that's the moment that I'm like I'm not going to give it up to be panic. No, no. I also want to alert the listeners to because Stephanie and I have a funny relationship because we are <laughs> like sisters, fifteen years. But we also 
most of our like relationship exists on the air with you yeah, and in true. between the breaks, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. We go out together very rarely. Very rarely. And we always have a great time and say like, oh, why didn't we do this more? But we don't. So Stephanie joined my gym. <laughs> And I joined this gym about a year ago, and it's lifetime. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it's lifetime. And it was sort of like coming back to the cult for me. Yeah. Because I had left the cult, and now it just is mostly convenient, and I'm back because I can play pickleball. But so I've been like (laughs) looking at classes and like, oh, Stephanie, because I don't know why, but I want someone to take a class with. Yeah. So I texted you a class, and you were like, oh, I can't. Then I walked by a treadmill, and I like looked over, and I thought it was you. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's coming and like going on the treadmill and she didn't even tell me she was coming. It was the most absurd conversation in my head. Yeah. Because why would you? Why would I? And then I see it's not even you. It's not even me. (laughs) And I'm just like, Stephanie, you need to get a grip. I mean, come on. I don't know why I'm so anxious about just taking a class. Yeah, it's and for me, funny enough, I'm more anxious about hanging out on that floor with like the treadmills and the pump weight pumpers. There are everyone staring pumpers. at each other. I hate it. I don't like it. There's a lot of small pants too with no well, underpants. I mean, we're not going to judge everybody because I can't. But that's the thing is everyone's judging everybody, and then I feel judged and judgy, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so Equal I, parts judge and judge. Yes. So I'm trying to like I put on my little earbud things and I try to like zone into a podcast yeah. or whatever, and I've just been. You know, I just, I do the treadmill there. Just, I've been walking, but mostly, dude, I joined the gym mostly for the sauna. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've never even been. Oh, I love a sauna. I love the sauna, especially okay. during times like now where it's like, uh. you're cold. Yeah. But, um, it's funny though, because, uh, yeah, we don't, I was going to say something else about, um, how we don't like, we're like our lives together are just like what it is. And it's full of all of this stuff. And last night we had this moment of texting, like, what are you doing? Um, I'm like, oh, nothing. What's up? Nothing. And then you're like, okay, have a good night. And I'm like, wait, no. I, did you want to go out? What do you? I have nothing going on. And you're like, oh, too late. I'm eating. I already started cooking. I was like, okay, it's five thirty on a Friday night. I have literally nothing to do. I could go work, but I've literally that's all I've done for a week is just work obsessively. Yeah. I finished watching Daisy Jones and the Six, which I'm seriously obsessed with. And I've watched every Fleetwood Mac documentary. See, I'm not like, into the Daisy Jones. I'm just upside yeah. down in it. And yeah. I, so I was like, well, maybe I'll like see if someone wants to go have a drink. So that's what that was. That's and funny. then you engaged it. And by then it was like, oh, well, also, I've already started cooking. I know. And this is the thing. And that's why, like, I'm going to tell you ever, I'm never doing a 7 a.m. class. Never. Never doing, like, you, no matter how many times you ask me or like a 6 a.m. thing, not me. Stephanie, that's just smart because I, I sign up for a 7 and I cancel every time. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is a a preview of this week's show. (laughs) (laughs) But we really were going to talk about supper clubs. We're going to talk about spring break. We got stuff. We We got got a guest. Yeah. We're We're going to talk about the hubbub about bay leaves. Uh, Is there hubbub? There's bub. There's bub and there's hub. All right. We'll be right back. This is Weekly Dish. My Talk 1071. The team you picked to win the bracket is losing their first round game. Oh, come on. Your tax guy looks at your forms and goes, Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Your teen daughter says she's going on spring break to Rio. There are lots of reasons to sweat in March. The only good one is a new membership at the Y. Join and use the Y by March 31st to earn a free month. Sweat smarter at ymcanorth.org. Okay, welcome back to the Weekly Dish. Um, On my brain <laughs> is two things. Two things, really. Two well, things. three things. Three things, really. Three things. Spring, which leads me to seeds. Yes. Which leads me to driving. So 
in the spring, and I don't know why it's in the spring, but like I, Kurt and I generally get these urges to like drive or well, take road trips, up, dude. Or, yeah, and just like the roads are clear, and yeah. I don't know. Well, you guys are also. Let's be very clear. You have a you have a road trip mentality. The yeah, you. kind of in our brains. Yeah, and you know the last couple Friday nights, the last sailing is just a road trip on water. Let's yeah, be very completely. Clear. <laughs> it is like an RV park. Yeah. Same, just maybe a little more exclusive people, but not even that really. Yeah, there's still creeps in the sailing world too. Yeah, um, the idea of Friday night being open for us is like, oh, what are we gonna do on a Friday night? Now, my husband has food allergies, and they've become more intense over the course of his life, and they're becoming more bothersome. Yeah, and. It's a neurological thing that happens to him when he eats certain foods that makes it so he can't sleep for like three or four days. Yeah. That's real bad for him. So we have have to narrow our dining out choices more so in our lives than we ever have. But a supper club always works for him because he can eat meat. He yeah. can eat potatoes. Yeah. And there's usually no side sauces. He can eat super like if he avoids the salad dressing. You know, he can pretty much eat at a supper club and not have to be worried the whole time that he's going to get poisoned. Right. So in my pursuit of wanting to hang out with him, I'm like, hey, we can <laughs> go to a supper club. All right. You make you make those concessions. Yeah, because it's either cheeseburger or supper club. I feel that. And sometimes I, I just don't want cheeseburger. I feel that about Kurt specifically. Yeah, because he, he, he can eat cheeseburgers. Yeah. But, you know, you can't have a cheeseburger every Friday night. So we've been going to supper clubs. And I just like have these real nostalgic feelings for supper clubs. And I, it's been since I was a little kid because we used to go to Wisconsin. Yeah. And there's a lot of cool supper clubs in Wisconsin. Also, my mom and dad met or no, my mom and dad met at a place called the Casino in Wapaka, Wisconsin. That's on a chain of lakes. Can we just say Wapaka again? Wapaka. Wapaka. That's Wapaka. like a dance hall. It is. Great. And my mom was sitting at the bar. My dad was a bartender. And they actually got engaged and then had their marriage dinner at a supper club in Wisconsin Dells called Eckerholtz or Eek, Eekiban. I can find it. Yeah. But so. I totally blanked it. It's like. It's right on the main drag there. And it's been going since the 1960s. Yeah. So in my like steeped in my life is this sort of supper club culture. Also. In Wapaka, Wisconsin, which is where we would go every summer and spend a lot of time, was where my grandma lived. And there's a supper club there called Simpsons. Not the Ishnala. Yeah. It is Ishnala. Yes. Right. Okay. So they got engaged there. And then when they got married, my mom in her pink suit Mm. with my dad had dinner there. That was their special place. I love that because I remember that being one of the places that was first time I saw like the salad dressing triad, you know, where it was like the lazy Susan. No, no, it was the thing that they bring over. Oh yeah, isn't that called the lazy Susan? No, lazy Susan is a it's the tray is the thing that turns in the middle of the triad. That's what that's called. I don't know if it's called a tri, but to me it was always like there was like a a spinning stainless steel three cups. Yes, yes, I always called it the the triad. I don't know, and it was French. It blue was cheese. blue cheese, and was it Italian? Was the other one maybe like a vinaigrette? Yeah. Oh gosh, then that was before they'd sometimes give you the cruet bottles. Yes, that were always a little dirty little and dirty, filmy, a little smudgy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they feel like people's hands would get all of them. Yeah, and then sometimes you'd get the relish tray. Yeah, which Love was a, a little tray. crystal relish tray, like yeah. your grandma had. Sometimes you'd get breadsticks or 
club crackers in a package. I don't know. I just have real fond feelings to this day about a supper club. So in Wapaka, we would go to this place called Simpsons, and they had this dish that I finally got someone in our family got the recipe and what it is is it's broiled scallops or broiled haddock with just a crap ton of butter but the seasoning is accent what is accent (laughs) it's like a food preservative (laughs) it's like msg with like and that was this like special seasoning thing that my mother or my stepmom has actually made it and it's really good i actually should probably dig up that recipe but it's just the weirdest thing in the world it's like wait that thing we loved so much on the fish with the lemon and the butter is accent it's called accent huh okay um anyway Long story short, Kurt and I have been somewhat obsessing over supper clubs. Okay. So in the last like month, we've been to Lindy's. Yeah. Lindy's Prime. Yep. How's up that? in Arden Hills where oh, you have your, your choice of four entrees. That. Three of them are steak and one is shrimp. Yep. We went to Phil's Terra Hideaway. Right. Which was Terra's Hideaway or Terra Hideaway. Now, Phil doesn't own it anymore. Another family owns it. That's a Greek family. And it's still got all the great supper club favorites, but it's also got this weird mashup of delicious Greek food. Yeah. Which is oh, yeah. amazing. That's been for a while. It's oh, been like that for yeah. a long time. But love. Yeah. Like love. Kurt the actually orzo, had a year the lemon orzo like little pasta dish there is. I love this stuff. Yes, loved it there. And then um last Friday we went to Creekside, which is the new supper club that's made to look like an old supper club over by Nakoma's because they tore out a bunch of supper club decor from a place in, I think it was Taylor's Falls and rebuilt it. Oh, but it feels really old supper clubby in there. And it's, it was very good. Great prime rib. And then it leads me to think about that. When we come back from the van trip, I know we'll take a road trip because we always go to Viderholtz, Yeah. Which is in Coates, Minnesota, I believe. Right, right, right. Or Hastings close somewhere. somewhere Hastings or Coates on the way down. And you walk in the lobby and there's this great bar and it has all these big giant belt buckles because someone in the family was a rodeo star. Oh. So it's just full of like weird rodeo nostalgia. Yeah. And they have a great, um, they serve their steaks on those like metal um, trays that are like still sizzling when they set them down on the table in the black plastic holder. I want that. And then, like, there's always a hash brown. We're a steak now. Yeah, salads. <laughs> but here's also the thing. And, like, the steak set, most places, are $45-ish. I know. It's really expensive. Yeah. So that's also just a thing. Like, oh, we can't keep eating. Do you ever do the German? Uh, I feel like the German restaurants are basically supper clubs. And we call them German restaurants. But if you go to New Alm, if you want a road trip, Kaiserhof. Down. I went there okay. last year because that's like a. I mean, like yeah. that's exactly. It is exactly the same as a, as a supper club. It's just that it's got Wiener Schnitzel und sausage. And it was really good. Yeah, really good. Und it had that same vibe with the um the like fake wood tables yeah. that were laminated with yeah. the kind of club chairs. Yep, you know that are short and low and squatty. Yep, yep. Just a perfect like supper club chair. Do you think that when they redo the steak and ale, remember they're bringing back steak and ale? I've thought about this, Stephanie. Because it should be like that, but will they? I think they're going to mess it up. I don't know. I don't know. Like, are they playing to nostalgia or are they going to try to make it a modern steak and ale? It's owned by the people that owned Bennigan's, so it's hard to say. Yeah, I know. Could go either way if they lean in. Are there any Bennigan's anymore? Oh, Cubby worked there and (laughs) met her husband there and Bennigan's has been in our family lore forever. Oh, yeah. So much flair. She had flair. 
but Kurt worked at TGI Fridays and was like the king of flair. Like, yeah, flair has been in our life for since long before the movie. <sighs> and at Heartthrob, we wore flair because we wore suspenders and we had buttons all over them. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, flair's going to come supper back. Clubs. I, I have a list of supper club sides that I've been like just putting together. I'm like, I cook like a supper club kind yes, of because I'm I'm big Midwestern like sure. potatoy dishes mm-hmm. and French onion soup. And I mean, that's the stuff I crave. Yeah. Supper club food. And you have that on your site? Yeah. And okay. I'll put a link up. But I just, you know, okay. if you guys want to call at the end of the show, we're going to talk about Ask Stephanie, but 651-641-1071. I'm, are there any supper clubs I'm missing? All right. We're going to talk Bay Leaves next. Yeah. So. All right. We'll be right back. This is a weekly dish on My Talk 1071. Oh, that's my favorite line from a song. You know that. Are we going to do that every oh, week? Oh, Taylor Swift. I don't know. <laughs> Kurt's in Las Vegas because he picked up the van and he was giving me, they have a, all the Swifties are in town in Las Vegas because she's there this weekend. And they had like this sculpture that was made out of a topiary of like her it was kind of pretty very nice yeah uh vegas does it big vegas really does oh my gosh i was trying to think of what shows to go see when we're there because we're sorry you're flying out there uh i'm flying to palm springs right then we are spending a couple days in palm springs and we are driving our van via arizona through new mexico at some point back this way, I don't even know what the route would be. Chris yeah. said he's got some route mapped out. Okay. And just camping and hanging out. So looking forward to that. I love it. Um, okay. I don't even know how I stumbled across this, but I think it was because Ina Garten got into the scrum. Oh. <laughs> Which is. Yeah. What on earth are bay leaves doing in our cooking? And someone said, I keep seeing internet jokes about how bay leaves don't taste like anything, don't do anything in a dish. And is that wrong? Are you all just using old stale bay leaves? Which I don't know about you, but I have the uh, plastic container of bay leaves in my crisper drawer. And I'm sure they're completely brittle and like basically bay leaf dust. I think, yeah. I mean, like if you buy, weirdly enough, like I have like, of course, like, three containers of bay leaves because I keep thinking like I read a recipe and I'm like oh I don't have any bay leaves and then I go buy a whole little stupid jar and then I'm like oh wait no I have an abundance of bay leaves <laughs> because you use one in a recipe and then you never use them and then that's it and then you don't need it for another year and and then what is the point real bay leaves are leaves that well, that's are what I have. not dried out oh dried up like the text, I mean, just if you think about it logically, but I mean, like a, a piece of green thyme is very different than a piece of dried thyme. Yes, but not, I mean, yes. You'd use a different. Yes, you use it differently because obviously chopped and fresh is, has yep. a different flavor than you still get a flavor from it, though. But Where do you, you like, do bay leaves <laughs> even give it anything? Well, they asked Ina Garten and she said, I always wonder whether bay leaf makes a difference. There are a couple things that I use bay leaves in and I've always wanted to make them without the bay leaf to see if it made a difference. And they never have. So I'm not sure. Now, Ina Garten tests her recipes like crazy. Yeah. Martha Stewart does not. No. Just to point out the difference. And so if she's tested with bay leaf, without bay leaf, with bay I know and trust that these are adding nothing yeah. to our culinary experience. But yet, it's still kind of a thing, and we're still using three-year-old bay leaves in recipes. Yeah, And it just was making me laugh. I'm like, are these really a thing? <laughs> so they, 
the idea is, do they have flavor? And if they come straight from the tree, they'd have flavor. But then dried, is that flavor just a dried up bag of stale bay leaf powder? Yeah. And at the Washington Post, they weighed in. And they said bay laurel, which is a laurel, if you can imagine like a laurel wreath in Roman times. Yeah. It's an evergreen shrub with a thick, inedible leaf that's highly aromatic. And bay leaves may seem like a culinary Hail Mary, an ingredient thrown in for good luck and not much else. However, that they can add a wonderful, subtle, menthol-like note to soup, stew, stocks, braises. That's from, that's from uh, the joy of cooking. Yeah, the joy of cooking. Right. Okay. I don't know. I don't think that they end in menthol. Well, okay, maybe, yeah, right? Maybe if it was a fresh bay leaf, you would get that menthol. Okay. You're not getting any menthol at all from the dried... You can't even smell it. ...nearly browned, like, piece of paper that becomes... And here's what the Fannie Farmer cookbook said in their 11th edition, which just cracked me up. Bay leaf, one of the most popular herbs, adds zest to meat pie, stews, soups, especially pea soup and tomato juice. What kind of zest is a bay leaf yeah. adding? No. So <laughs> bay leaves grow apparently all over the Bay Area. Yeah. Oh. And also in Mediterranean bays. Uh-huh. And they go well with beets apparently. Okay. But I just was like, okay, this is something to talk about. Who is eating bay leaves? Okay, this one. I love this one next. So it says, if you crush a bay leaf in your hand, close your eyes, take a deep breath, you'll notice it has an aromatic sweetness to it, like a combination of cinnamon, nutmeg, vanilla, and cardamom. So even though bay leaves uh, keep well when dried, fresh ones have the most intense complex flavor, obviously. But so then this is the point. So maybe you need to cut, like crush a bay leaf and then decide at that moment, does it have any It doesn't any, have any anything? scent or feeling. Because if it doesn't, I mean, I'll be honest, I skip them. I mean, like I've bought them on a, as a knee jerk, like when I'm doing a recipe that I've, you know, or I'm pulling something I've never made before and it says to add it, then I go and that's when I end up buying the jar for the fourth time. And then they sit there and I'm like, okay, what is, and then the worst part is when you have to soup it out, you know, when it's like yes. add it in and then take it out. Or you're all of a sudden like scooping around yeah. trying to find it inside your dish. I've just, yeah. Bay leaves really. I started thinking about like, why am I using these? What okay? What do they add? I guess in Scandinavian cooking, bay leaves are used mostly in savory dishes. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I'm not feeling it. I don't know. Has and anybody... I feel like I'm gonna make a protest and just stop buying these things. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, I agree. Because why? Why are we buying them? Why are we buying them in these plastic clamshells uh-huh. that they're not fresh? Yeah, they're just like dried up old leathery bay leaf dust. I wonder if someone would ever have bay leaves, like fresh bay leaves. Like that would be interesting to me if you could find those in like Indeed. a market. Indeed, and in the Mediterranean or, or in Croatia. Yeah, like you know, the, they do grow there, and sure. you see them, and they are fresh. Okay, and I can absolutely think of the smell because I've like, what is this thing? And then it is a bay leaf tree, and I'm like, okay, this is. So I get that. Yeah. But like but buying in absence like the McCormick's little bottle? No. I mean, I yes. Mean, right? And they're expensive. Oh, I know. I so know. So I feel like I'm just going to make a stand. But we can give the, the freedom to our listeners that you do not, we can say, we will give you permission to You don't skip have to the buy leaf. these dusty, dried up, no flavor, and then like not adding anything to your recipe. It in leaves. And then take it out. <laughs> <laughs> you can just make throw a stand. Because, I mean, yeah, it doesn't taste like 
Anything. I would almost rather throw a, a sprig of rosemary in. Yes. You know what not I mean? Super different flavor profile, really. I mean, if Although we're talking piney. menthol-y, I mean, that to me gets into the menthol piney moment. Oh, and man. some some rosemary. I mean, that's the other thing. Some rosemary. Like, if you have, if you, I'll, I mean, okay, sorry. This is just going to be a moment this that makes rant? me sound real elite, but I don't care. When you're in a sailboat and you are heading into yeah, Croatia like and people. all you can smell is lavender and rosemary and you can smell it in the air and the cicadas are going because yeah. they make this gigantically loud buzzing sound like as i am laying on my deathbed i swear to goodness i will lay there with joy on my face thinking of that smell okay that sight and that scent i've never been able to get it out of my head and i've had that same passage yeah like four separate times yep. and i almost weep Oh, when I smell that, like even smelling rosemary at home brings me right back, back to that moment. Well, smell is like the most potent memory trigger. And that's why that's why I'm sure the fresh ones have this entire like ancient, you know, this like key to unlocking some seriously deep stuff. Unless you've never, you know what I mean? Like we have nothing but these dried bottled McCormick's falsehoods. OK, but then this leads me to okay, kind of the next thought, like in the day. You would get like coffee beans and you would grind up your own beans. Now we have in the day. Well, like when I don't? first, I don't grind beans anymore. Okay. Now I buy ground coffee and I have a grinder and I can, but I remember like there's a lot of ground beans that you grind. Yeah. And they don't taste like, they don't smell like coffee. They don't taste like coffee. Like they're just the old dusty beans. Wait, that you grind or that you don't, that you, that that you, you buy? Oh, that you do grind? Yeah. Like old bad coffee. Okay. And well, then you're I'm buying like, wrong. why like, am I, I drinking know, you're this? Just, you're purchasing wrong. This was mostly in my 20s when I was oh, poor. Okay. And I would buy eight o'clock coffee. Okay. Because your I 20s thought, was how, how, I mean, like that was 1980 what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was poor. 90. And it was the cheap yeah. coffee. Okay. And I thought I was like, because it was whole. I'm so just I was saying like, that the coffee renaissance happened during this time. Yeah, you're right. You're like, right. The roasting that happened back then versus the roasting that happens now and the people who have gone... Yeah, because uh, you get like an oily bean yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're not... I'm not saying that like there's... All coffee is so much better, but most of the bad ones have been... The ones from back then have been weeded out. There are still some bad ones. Well, they're always at the office coffee maker. Yeah, yeah. That's Sorry, Folgers, part. but why are we even... Well, that's Still what, giving you any of our money. I know. I remember making my mom had the freeze dried Folgers coffee. I remember that was my job was to like put two teaspoons of the coffee <laughs> yes, in and then one of the little saccharin <laughs> tablets. And then like, oh, my gosh, a saccharin remember, tablet, the little tiny yeah, saccharin sweeteners and put it in the cup and wait for the co- water to boil. Then I'd add the water and I stir it. And that, uh, that was my fun thing. Surprisingly, Starbucks has a decent freeze dried oh. coffee that I've used sailing that's in the little packets. Those are great. And in fact, I use those for like when I've run out of my coffee, like when I've run out of beans. They're the emergency. And I'm like, okay, I can get there to the store tomorrow, but today I got to use the freeze dried. Uh, my daughter's getting ready to come and stay at my house while I'm traveling to take care of my vegetarian dog, Stanley. Yeah. But I guarantee you when I get at home that my car will have no gas. Yeah. I will not have coffee, which I find just egregious. That is egregious. And most of our liquor will be gone. <laughs> well, I mean, you are, yeah, it's a house sitter's fee. I guess I know, that's just I'm it. Like, well, dog sitter's fee. Just plan ahead. Like, I'm like, okay, I got to get a pound of coffee and hide it so and that I it. don't right. wake up and there's ta- no yeah. coffee. You got to put it in your garage. Yep.
All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and see Ask Stephanie portion of the show, 651-641-1071. How do you feel about bay leaves? How do you feel about bay leaves? Can I talk about some club? other spices that you need? All right, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, you guys. So give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you have feelings about bay leaves, if you have feelings about spices, you have some supper club stuff, you have some Easter reservations, or you want some, just give us a call. We do have a caller on the line. We have Shalom on the line. Shalom, you have some feelings about bay leaves you'd like to share. Let's hear it. Yeah, I was actually, when you guys were talking about bay leaves, I was like, oh, my God, they're so wrong. They need to know. Okay. I used to have bay leaves getting old. I probably had them from the first time I moved out of the house, my parents' house, and never used them. And then I heard or read that whenever you make rice, you just put one bay leaf in your rice cooker, or even if you make them stovetop, and it makes rice. Just aromatic, wonderful tasting. I've done it ever since. I pick up bay leaves every time I go grocery shopping. Okay, so all we have to do is put the bay leaf in the rice. Like That is that game changer, and I guarantee you, both of you are going to try it and say, there's no way, we don't need bay leaves, and you're going to try it, and you will be amazed at what the rice tastes like. And so wait, now level set on this. Are you buying bay leaves like in the little plastic Are you using the dusty ones that we're using? Oh, I'm using crappy cheap, yeah. Okay, okay, but you're buying, but they're you're not they're not sitting for a year before you use them. You just oh, yeah, no, I I'm buying them on the regular now. Right, I used okay. To have probably the same jar of bay leaves in my cupboard forever, and then one point I read this or heard about it, and I tried it, and ever I use rice probably two times a week, and so I'm going through bay leaves all the time because you only have about six. Right. In one of the little containers. I can't wait and to I try just this. one bay leaf, and, and your house will smell. I mean, I don't know if you have uh, rice cookers. Even if it's stovetop, you know how there's so much steam when you cook rice? Yep. That the smell is amazing. Okay, because okay. I cook rice the in my Instant rice, Pot. And when I release that yeah, steam, it's going to be bay leaf smelling steam. All right, Shalom, we're going to take this challenge. We're going to report back next week, so tune in next week. So glad you called. Oh, yeah, do it. Thanks. All okay, right. that Thank was, you. I mean, that's amazing tech right there. I know. Well, I'm going to try mean, this tip. You have to go buy, you have to go buy fresh, I mean, not fresh bay leaves, but have to I go buy. I can't use the dusty ones no, in my. No, no, no. <laughs> I, well, here's what I would like you to do, actually. Try the real one and the dusty one. I would like one. you to make two, yeah, two, ba- two batches, one with a fresh bought one, one with a dusty one. This is probably potentially going to happen in the van. Oh, right. Because I'm going to be traveling and we're going to be cooking and we do make rice when we're cooking. Okay. So, all right. I all like right. This. All right, we do have Penny on the line. Penny, you have some feelings about supper clubs you want to share. Well, I thought both of you would enjoy hearing our favorite. It's Jake's Supper Club, and it's in Menominee, Wisconsin, so it's a true Wisconsin supper club. It's only about an hour drive from the Twin Cities. Yep. And my husband loves the steaks there, and I... So I could tell you, I looked up on their website. They have a ribeye for $30. Oh. New York Strip is $27. Cheap. Their prime rib is $35. Yes. They have the sides like lionese, potatoes, and a wild rice mushroom risotto. Yum. And the ambience is so fun. You walk in, and there's a double-sided fireplace with a moose head mounted yes. above it. Yes. That is you cr- could sit at the windows and overlook the water. It is on water, so in the summertime, people come on their pontoon boats, and they fun. have an outside tiki deck that's 
um, live music on the weekends, and they've got this old sailfish that's mounted above the bar. I feel like this is a van trip. Penny, what's the name again? Jake's. Jake's. Supper Club. It's in Menominee, Menominee. Wisconsin. Okay. You can easily do it for a day trip or just go over and hit up a cheese factory or two on the way. (laughs) Our drive is less. You don't even have to go as far as Eau Claire. It's before you get to Eau Claire. I love it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Penny. I love it. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Okay, that sounded amazing. I know. Well, hey, we also have Brian on the line. Hey, Brian, what's going on today, sir? Hey, how are you? Good. And you're not talking about Bailey's Irish cream in your food. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's what you were saying. Oh, it sounded like that. No, bay Leaf. leafs. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Um, your trivia question, how many pieces of player does your pretty boy Brian where over there in the movie, Office Space. Oh, how oh, many pieces? How uh, many pieces of flair? 12. I'm nope. going to say 16. Nope. How many? 37. Ah! Oh, nice. So, Thanks for calling, Brian. Yep, bye. Have a good day. Jennifer wants us to know that she smells something okay. in her dried, essential, everyday bay leaves. Maybe a clove flavor? A savory scent? Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you will crush a bay leaf and tell us what you smell, I, I'm here for that. I would love to know if your dusty bay leaves have any Here's sort of... Here's another one. Yeah. This is from Christine. My first thought of bay leaves is the fear my mother instilled in me that if you ate them, they would slice up your intestines. Oh! Yikes! <laughs> All for house dust flavoring. <laughs> oh my god! You don't want to slice up your intestines That is literally... Bay leaf dust. Classic mom... <laughs> yes, completely. Like lies. Like, like if you swallowed your gum, it was going to grow. Lit for or, seven years yeah. in your guts. Yep. Also, they used to tell me, try to tell me that if I ate this, the uh, sunflower flower seed shells, which I do. Um, like, I eat them whole. I don't crack them. I sunflowers. eat peanut shells. Yeah, I do too. They tried to tell me that it was like that I was going to shred my intestines. I was like, um, I just want to know. I want you guys to know that I think that your stomach juices destroy everything. And then and then everything's fine, except yeah. for corn, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you have a dog that eats sunflower seeds, uh, shell and all. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty. I don't want to talk about that. There's a few yeah. left that get through. Just saying. I just remember the first time that my kids saw me eating like the whole shell and they were a little bit like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, like after they'd been like on the baseball team with their friends cracking them. And then I'm just like throwing them whole like by the handful. I love the salty part. I know. That's why I was going to do this. All right. We do have one more caller. We have Kai on the line. Kai, you have supper club tech to talk about. Yeah. At first, I want to tell you that I thought you were talking about Bailey's at first. What I thought. What are they talking what? about? Okay, we Getting need to dry spell it out. Brittle, and I thought, okay, I don't, I don't care. It's whatever. <laughs> but then I realized you're saying bay leaves. Yeah, I'm going to try that in my rice as well. Okay. Um, but Wiederholz, um stuff is uh, in Meadsville. Oh, Meadsville. Yes. Okay. Okay. Which is just east of Hampton. Okay. Right. Of Hastings. Yeah. Hastings. And the, the pictures you see are of Charlie. No, um, the Charlie's parents owned it first, but then Charlie and his brother owned it, and Charlie also did rodeo. Okay. Wow. So, That's what the belt buckles. are of Charlie. Yeah. Okay. I love now it. His Thank- kids run it. Okay. So great. Thanks so much for I clarifying, appreciate it. Kai. Third I love generation. It. Love yeah. it. You guys got to check right. it out. It's great. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. How fun. I know. Okay, let's be level set for all of our listeners. B-A-Y space L-E-A 
V-E-S. Because what did she think we were calling Everyone it? thinks we're talking about Bailey's. Bailey's Irish Cream. Oh! No. And that is not what you should... If you want to put that in your rice, you guys, that's on you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard that laugh come out oh, of you. That is hysterical. Yeah. Not Bailey's. Bailey's. Leaves. leaves. We have to have the, a breath between the bur- our bay. The branch and the oblongish from leaf. the laurel tree. Tree. Okay, we have Gina. <laughs> we got Gina on the line. I'm sorry, Lexi. I'm totally like, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, you know we'll what? We'll take Gina on the yeah, other side. Hold on, on Gina. Side. Hold on, Gina. We'll be right back. Bay leaves. Bay leaves.